The Accounting Influencers Podcast. Cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews, insights and wisdom. From the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world. The Accounting Influencers Podcast. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable and powerful with better data and insights. Those three alliterative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great, clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, and start a free trial or book a demo. Love that. Dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients' businesses. So your accountants get over to Dex.com. Thank you. So it's Thursday. It's Here's What Works for accounting practitioners all over the world listening to the Accounting Influencers podcast. We want to help you do your job better, be more promotable, be better leaders, better managers, serve your clients better. And we've been having a little mini series in these Thursday sessions on Here's What Works around executive presence. And let me ask you, how do people react when you walk into a room? How do people react when you show up on a, a Zoom or a Teams or a video call? When you say something in a meeting, what is people's reactions to you? And this speaks to presence, particularly in a corporate environment, in a working environment, speaks to executive presence. And we've been doing a a little mini series on corporate executive presence for accounting professionals. And this works wherever you are in your world. If you're in the fintech world, the software world, serving accountants, you want to deal at their level, you want that gravitas, you want to be listened to, you want attention, you want to be relevant to what they're doing. So we started off by saying what works for executive presence with a couple of tips on being more intentional with your message so you're clear, you are on point, what you say counts, and cutting out the non-words like you know, like, kind of, sort of, I think, I mean, those words, um, they don't add anything to your message. In fact, they dilute your message. In the second, we talked about what works with gravitas and the different elements of gravitas there in terms of the way you uh, act and conduct yourself. We talked about communication, how you speak and communicate. A fast, high-pitched voice doesn't have as much gravitas as a lower voice and a more measured voice. And we also mentioned appearance. It speaks to how you look, doesn't it? What you wear, the car you drive, the look of your business card, and that exuding some kind of confidence with your physical presence. And today we're just going to unpack executive presence a little bit more. So you're more mindful of this in being a leader so that you are more listened to and influential and persuasive in the ideas that you sell in the opinions When you're working with clients, you want to be that trusted advisor, so you want them to pay attention to you, to to adhere to your recommendations, to take action on your courses of uh, advice that you're giving them so that they know it will make a difference. And for this, you need to be influential, persuasive, you need presence. So we know that a person showing executive presence, uh, they 
have some kind of authority. They've got that weight of personality. They've got a mixture of qualities that uh, just makes people take notice. And I'm going to break it down for you into another three ways of looking at gravitas. There's lots of different models of gravitas. You can Google it. You'll get wrapped up in it very quickly. But very practically thinking, first thing about style. This is a very observable thing. We talk about style as being something you can't put your finger on because it's what people see and experience about you quickly, but not always immediately. It's that first impression. And it's a blend of mannerisms, interpersonal behavior, the confidence that you exude, your image. And whether you like it or not, we've all got a certain style. We've got a way of being that we fall into by a default setting. So what is your style? It's part the way you dress. It's part the way you look. It's part the way you carry yourself. It's part the way you talk. But what's important with style is it must be congruent. If you think about your character on the inside as what you stand for, what's really valuable to you, what are those principles that you adhere to? What are the rocks and the non-negotiables in your life? Well, on the outside of that is your personal brand, and that's all the outward manifestations of what's on the inside. So the way you look and talk and everything you write down and everything you say and everything people hear about and everything people see, that's your personal branding messages. And then there's your reputation, which is what people think when they come into contact with all of that. And style is rather subjective, but it's important that it's congruent with people knowing and believing certain things about you and your role and what's expected of you and uh, what they get from you. And if there's any kind of incongruence or dissonance between what people expect from you and what style you're exuding, then people judge you as, uh, what's that? Not duplicitous, that's a strong word, but people think something doesn't ring true. In English, we say, it's you're not sound. Sound is apparent, we sometimes say. People are solid where you get what you get and you know what you're going to get because these people are very congruent. So with with some leaders, there's a perceived problem with the things that they're saying and doing and their own personal agendas, the thing they're feeling or their underlying substance character style. So if people perceive any disingenuous intentions on your part, any ulterior motives, they'll tune out, they'll write you off, they'll not pay attention. So you've got to pay attention to your style and what are you exuding with style. Next thing is substance. It's a little bit more uh, weighty. It's behind the style. And this is made up of your social presence, your gravitas. We've spoken about this before. They say it's a cultivated way of being. And it sounds quite woolly, doesn't it? But a sense of maturity, uh, a strategic mind, the capacity to integrate, bring other people in, bring your own character and virtues into play, just being very genuine and authentic, wisdom, confidence, composure, thinking strategically. As I said, a big part of gravitas and executive presence is the ability to think beyond your tactical and your confines of your office and your team and your areas of expertise and think wider about the firm and about the business that you're working with, the the bigger picture, if you like. So, Thinking about the needs of more stakeholders, shareholders, the members of the board, other bigger players in this, that's part of substance. And if leaders have style but not substance, uh, the phrase is empty suits. Uh, They look great, but they don't walk the walk. They talk the talk. It sounds good from the outside, but it's not really genuine. They don't walk the walk. So this phrase, empty suits, means you've got to get your style right, that overt aspect of presence, 
and the energy and the assertiveness and the way you collect, connect with others, but you've got to have some depth of it, some authenticity, some genuineness underneath. And this comes out a bit more when you're speaking, you're not rushed, you're not contradicting yourself, you're not waffly, you're clear, you're concise, and people trust you. They rate you. It, it's a cultivated quality of maturity, credibility, temperament, having a vision and a message that inspires people, being responsive, respectful, not taking up people's time, not waffling on and on, hogging the microphone, taking a pair of time, and it being all about you. You sense the bigger picture. You're getting on board with other people's opinions, attitudes, actions. That's substance. And then the final pillar, if you like, of executive presence is character. And I mentioned before, this is what's on the inside. People don't see this, but when you're congruent with your character, you build a lot of trust, you foster a lot of goodwill. So think on the inside of your emotional intelligence, your authenticity, your courage, uh, what's important to you, your sense of justice and truth, your inner core, those personal traits and beliefs that dominate your thinking. And character, they say, is who you are from an internal perspective. And if you are the same on the outside as you are on the inside, that's congruence of character. So people want to know that your character is true, that they see what they get and they get what they see. And in here is your, your optimism, your integrity, your discretion, your honesty, your vulnerability in a way, your priorities, your intentions, your motives. Are you thinking about you and your needs and your win, your side of the negotiation table? Or are you thinking about other people as well? So you've got to identify with people, resonate with them, make them feel like they're understood, but you've also got to convey your messages with gravitas, with authenticity, with wisdom. We say in England, we say clout, uh, some heft, some cachet, some truth. So although these things might sound woolly, uh, we're sharing it with you on this here's what works section for accounting professionals and those associated around them so that you are more compelling with what you're saying. We're communicating all the time, and often it's not face-to-face -face in this pandemic world. We're on Zoom, we're on Teams, we're doing video messages, we're on phone calls. So be more mindful of this stuff. So you beef up your individual executive presence, your corporate gravitas. You can do this. You get your mind right, your emotions right, your physical presence right, and, and here, your style, your substance, your character, they all go into the mix. And there's lots of different dimensions, Bring it all together, though, and be more intentional with it, and you will find that people take notice when you walk into a room. People sit up a little straighter. People pin their ears back when you speak. They want to know what you've got to say because they know you don't speak lightly and frivolously. You've got something of substance to say. So that is what works with executive presence. We may come back to this in future topics. Uh, we're going to drop back onto employer brand and making sure your firm is a great place to work. And you're rolling that as an employee and you're rolling that as an employer because we did a, an episode a few weeks ago on what works with employer brand websites and how websites are conflicted with trying to attract clients for your accounting event and trying to attract staff and team members. So we'll revisit that again. But for now, that is what works on executive presence. Go away, be more weighty, have more gravitas, command a room, command an audience, and you will get far more things done far more quickly with everything you're trying to do.